When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I can't believe it's already tomorrow. That is wild. I know. I am very thankful for you. I am so thankful that for you. That reminds me, you shared a <laughs> meme today that was so true. I think it was you who shared it. About, <laughs> I think like, I know what you're talking about. I think adulthood is just telling people that you're you can't believe enter holiday is here and <laughs> every month for the rest of our lives. <laughs> you're like, I can't believe it's Thanksgiving. I can't believe it's Christmas. I can't believe it's St. Patrick's Day. It's yep. Every true. month. That's what adulthood is. I I I mean is that not the truest statement no. ever? The start of every month is always me saying, oh my God, I can't believe it's November. Oh my God, I can't <laughs> believe it's already December. Oh my so. God, I can't believe December is next week. Like that is how adults talk. Like yep. little did we know when we were kids, that's, that would be our speech growing up. That and weather. <laughs> <laughs> that and weather. Exactly. <laughs> Which it was like freezing yesterday. It's hot again today. and super windy. Santa Ana's are here. I was looking at the weather up there and I'm like, cause it's freezing here. It's like, I woke up and it was 30 degrees in the morning, I think. And then I was looking at the weather there at home and I'm like, it's 86 degrees today at home. It's going to be warm today and the Santa Ana. So, and we're supposed to possibly be heading over to Brian Annie's this afternoon. I just, I just saw a message come in. I don't know if Jeff responded, but they invited us over for like a barbecue today. And I'm like, hopefully it doesn't stay too windy because my allergies will love that. Yeah. I was going to say good luck to your allergies. Take, take a Claritin and prep for that or something. No, I was for one, I'm never good at remembering to take it before I wait until I'm miserable. And then I take something to feel better. (laughs) Um, I actually, we were going to be outside all afternoon yesterday. So I was actually smart enough to take something and I didn't feel miserable. (laughs) Um, Do you, do you get horrible allergies? Yes. Really bad. Why? it was totally like, and I never had them until probably the last like four or five years. Do you get it more? Is it like in your nose? Is it a cough? Is it your eyes or just all of the above? About my nose. Um, I get super congested and it, but it like builds pressure up into my sinuses and I get like a headache too and stuff. It's like, that's the worst. Yeah. I hate it. See, for me, it's more my eyes, especially with like the wind and like everything like my eyes just get watery like they do not stop watering they're red they're teary it's the worst and there's nothing I can do to make them stop watering like it looks like I'm crying well it's funny Jeff like always is like I've never had allergies like you're always getting allergies blah 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 and then he's had this like phlegmy situation for like the last like couple of months and he talked to his doctor about it this last week and the doctor was like yeah it sounds like you have allergies and he's like oh (laughs) Like, I guess I do have allergies. Yeah. I was like, they come in other forms, Jeff. <laughs> he was like, well, I've never had it before. I was like, I feel like most people develop allergies. Like when they get older, 
I think so too. Cause I don't remember ever having them when I was a kid. No, me either. Which but is funny. I, Cause we're outside way more as a kid than we are now. For sure. And maybe that's <laughs> what happened is we started like, um, working and being inside too much so that when we do go outside in the elements, our bodies are like, what the hell, what the hell is, is, this? is all this? <laughs> that's so funny. But, um, I was thinking stuff like, I feel like this last like couple of weeks, especially since we did our bonus episode um, a couple of weeks ago with uh, Jenny, we have gotten new followers on our Instagram and on our, like, we've noticed our like listeners have gone up a little bit. So we thought this would be kind of like a good time to share a little bit of our history. So sorry for those of you who've been around for a while, but even if you're not a brand new listener, but haven't been around since day one might learn a little bit about us too, but, um, I thought we would kind of just touch on how we got started with our Instagrams, how we became friends and then starting the podcast and things like that. Definitely. I think that's a really good idea because yeah, not everybody's been here since day one and it's not like we give updates on ourselves in each episode. So, um, it's kind of nice to give people just an introduction on who we are and how this podcast came together. Yeah. So how did you start your Insta stuff? So I started my Insta. Um, I was following a now friend. We weren't friends at the time. I was just following her, kind of stalking her at the time. Um, Taylor, we've had her on the podcast as well. And she started doing WW and was doing so well on it. This was back when it was freestyle. I think it was freestyle when she started. I think she started Um, freestyle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And I was just like blown away, like how much she was losing every week and how good she looked and the things she was eating looked amazing. And I was like, this doesn't even look like a diet, like, oh my gosh. And so I finally just started, decided to start, um, July of 2018 after watching her for about seven months. Uh (laughs) So I want, I stalked for seven months before actually deciding, um, to start and then decided to sign up and was really, really into it at first started an Instagram page then too, but it was very private. Like I didn't want anybody to know. I had that, you know, weight loss Instagram page. So it was private at first. I didn't put any pictures of myself. Um, I had a stupid Instagram name. I think we've talked about this. My, my handle was WW sisterhood, (laughs) like just ridiculous. And then once I started seeing like how much you support you could get from the community and like friendships that you could build and uh, like how, like actually showing who you are and showing your story and your life and you as a person doing this, like can help others and how seeing others do that can help you. Like I decided to make it more public and putting pictures of myself on and really starting to make real connections with people. And that's kind of how I started a connection with you. Yes. So I started my WW page, um, in July or August. I think I, I started my WW journey in July of 17. I think a couple weeks in early August is when I actually started my page. So, um, I was a good, probably like year before you. And, um, while I didn't keep it private or I didn't like not share myself, I kind of like, I was just using it as kind of a way to hold myself accountable, have an account where I could strictly follow other WW accounts that was not on my personal page and just kind of share my own journey. And then within a year or so, it kind of like built into like something like so much more when I started getting really involved with that WW community and everything. Um, so that first year I had lost, um, I had hit like a hundred pounds lost on WW. Um, but then I, shortly after I met Jeff, I stopped kind of following the program 
And here we are like kind of back to me really starting to lose weight again after gaining a lot of it back through dating and the pandemic and everything else, which we've talked about. Um, but you and I became friends probably in, I would say 20, like 19, probably, probably 2019. We like became friends. We're following each other and stuff, but it wasn't until you, um, were getting divorced in early 2020 where like, I feel like that's where we really like had our bond and yes. I was kind of there for you. And we were, um, we would chat about it. I would check in on you on that. And it was kind of like, because it's hard, like when you don't have like maybe a close friend who's been through that and stuff, it's nice to find those people that you connect with. Exactly. No, yeah. Becoming super close with you during that time was like amazing. You were the best. And we just really connected on, you know, like things that you had gone through and similarities that we, you know, I was going through that you had gone through too, um, was really, really helpful. We kind of just formed like this bond that grew into like, the friendship that we have now where we're like inseparable. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's hard to believe that we've only technically been friends for just shy. Like we've been friends for probably about two years, good friends for a year and a half or so. Um, almost two years, I guess, because we're already going to be at the two year mark for the pandemic, but, um, but it's crazy. Like before the pandemic started, I actually had only met you in person twice right yep yeah I met you we did the Disneyland thing with a bunch of people in this community and then we did um we went to that restaurant after the Oprah thing with a lot of the WW community as well so it wasn't even like a one-on-one situation and then yeah it was like as soon as I got home or back to Washington um after spending you know a lot of months up in Washington last year um I think right when I got home I got together with you I went to sushi with you yep. and Taylor and it was like from that moment on we were like all right I'm seeing you every week whether you like it or not yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> been history since then <laughs> uh, it's so funny so then I had I've always wanted to start a podcast it's always been something that's been like a big interest of mine I've always loved listening to podcasts I've um And I had brought it up with Taylor and, um, this was like early on mid, like middle of 2020, maybe. And, um, we had talked about starting one and it was, we were kind of getting that ball rolling. And then she kind of just came to me because she's like, was just like really like kicking off her business and stuff and getting kind of into like full blown mode doing that with the goal of like quitting her like day-to-day job so she could focus on that full time. And then she kind of just came to me. She's like, I just have to be honest. I like really, I feel like I'm, I'm extending myself too much. I really need to just focus on my business right now. And I was like, I completely understand. I appreciated the fact that she came to me about that. Like now, instead of us, like actually starting starting it, it exactly. And then her realizing this is too much. So I was thankful. She was like, Cause it's hard. I feel like if you get excited about something with somebody then you have to be like, Oh, I don't know if I should be doing this. Like, so she had told me that. Um, and then I remember like a few months later, I had mentioned it to you in passing and you gave me a hard pass. Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. And, <laughs> and then, um, randomly it was like, Steph was like new year, new me. She was like, let's <laughs> do it. And I was like, seriously. So I was like, I think part of it for me was like, this might be a little therapeutic to like do like basically like conversations that you and I have, like, we'll just hit record on. Like, it's like almost therapeutic. And then also I think some of it was the timing too. Like we had a lot of extra time, you know, 
at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, when there still wasn't a lot to do, that it was such a good time to be creative. Like if you wanted to do something or you want to step outside your comfort zone, like that was the time to do it because when, you know, now that life's back to normal, like we struggle to find times to record. It where definitely is harder now. Yeah. So I think, I think the timing of it just like, couldn't have been perfect. Like just with what was going on in my life and how you were there for me and the similarities that we have between our lives. And then just, you know, like it was a great time to be creative. So yeah. it was really, really good for us. And we've created this WAM community and that we are so grateful for. Very much so. Love it. We appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how we've gotten here now. We're not quite a year in, but we're we're approaching 40 episodes almost. So which is wild to think about not a single week skipped in almost 40 weeks. Like I feel like once we hit 52 weeks, like that's going to feel like we've done this for 52 weeks, every single week for 52 weeks. That's insane. Like that's going to feel like the biggest accomplishment. I know. I agree. I, um, so yeah, that's kind of our little story of who we are. I mean, a very condensed version, (laughs) but, um, that's kind of how we've And if you're new here and you want to learn more, just, you know, go back and start from episode one. You'll learn a whole lot. (laughs) Oh, and then I guess we should also mention, so we, um, I live with my boyfriend, Jeff. So you'll hear me talk about Jeff a lot. If you don't follow me on Instagram or know really my story. Um, so he's mentioned a lot. We live, we bought a house together last summer. So we live together. He's amazing. So I do talk about him a lot. And then Steph has a boyfriend that she's been with now for how long have you been together? A little over two months. It seems like it's been way longer, but has it only been two months (laughs) and just barely two months. Like I think our first date was like September 18th, like just barely two months. That's crazy. I know. And that we call him Mr. Marvelous. Are we ever going to say his name or is he? I think we will. I just think. I think like part of me is like a little, so a little traumatized with things with MBM and like you hit that like three, four month, you know, like everything's like so new and exciting the first couple months. And then you hit that three, four month mark where like, it's still new and exciting, but not as much. And like, now you're kind of like, just like, nor- and you're like, are you going to figure it out or not? Like, is it going to work yeah. or not? Where I'm like, okay, I feel like I need to get over that hump first. Okay. So <laughs> and maybe, then can like say, start maybe in the name. new year, you guys, she will share. <laughs> Yes. Mr. When, when I'm comfortable with it, I will. I mean, Which I feel I'm like sure a lot of you have figured of out his name. I'm sure plenty of sleuths <laughs> have figured it out and found Well, that him. and I accidentally posted a picture with his name badge on, so my bad. Yeah, you didn't even just share his Instagram. You shared his whole job. First, last name where he first works. First, last like name. Whole... <laughs> I, gave, I gave everything, so. Yeah, so you'll also hear us mention MBM a lot um, because we do a lot of comparing because... MBM, which stood for Mr. Boss Moves, was Steph's first relationship out of her divorce. And um, he left her a little traumatized. Yes. And so there's a lot of like relationship comparing we do on like the things that MBM would do versus the things Mr. Marvelous does. So you'll hear MBM mentioned here and there um, when we talk relationships. So yeah. Just to catch you up on all the lingo. Yeah. I'm like the only other lingo I can think about if you don't know um, what it is, which I assume if you're new here, it's most likely because of WW. But if you don't know, WW stands for Weight Watchers. um, And that's how we know a lot of people in this community that follow us on Instagram. And a lot of the people that follow this podcast also 
follow the WW or have at one point followed that program. Yep. So, um, yeah. So you're all caught up to speed. Let's get on with the show. Let's get on. So I think, I think we're all ready for a pup date, Laura. Okay. Um, not too much update there. I think last I shared, I had booked my like hotel and flights and everything to go pick up the pup. Um, the only other thing is this Friday. So the day after Thanksgiving, um, Kylie, which if you don't follow her, also go follow her. She's on Instagram at keeping up with Kylie and Kylie is spelled K Y L E E. Um, she lives about an hour away from the farm that I'm getting my pup from. And cause she got her dog from there and that's how I like found them and that whole story. But, um, she's going to go so that she can like FaceTime me and Jeff and we can like see the pups and she's going to take pictures and videos and all of that good stuff, send them our way. Um, so we can hopefully make a decision. I mean, you're going to send me a bunch of puppies. Like, how am I supposed to decide? <laughs> They're all, they're all adorable. Yeah. I know I only reserved one spot, but I want all four. (laughs) It is going to be hard because you're like, they're all sweet in their own ways. I picture, I know. I picture me getting off the plane looking like um, Melissa McCarthy and uh, (laughs) and bridesmaids with all the puppies. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The bridesmaids gifts. That was the best. No, but I was, I was telling you, it was funny because when my sister was picking out her puppy, like right before the pandemic last year, she got the same thing. She got pictures of all the puppies and was like deciding like which puppy to get. And she, I think she actually got to go visit and pick one out too. And I was telling her, I'm like, I kind of think you want like the Durr puppy. Like, cause my sister lived in a condo in Seattle. Like she didn't have like a door to go in and out. I was like, I kind of think you need the Durr puppy, just like the chill one. Like and she did. She chose the Durr puppy and he's smart. Like he's not like Durr, like he's not smart, but he's like chill, cuddly, needy. Like, like if you want a needy dog that like needs you and wants to cuddle you, like she got the best one. And then it's funny because my parents got a dog from the same breeder and we were kind of trying to tell them the same thing. Like get, you know, like if, when you get a dog, like get the Durr puppy. Oh no, they got the opposite. They got like the wild girl. She's crazy. Like but my dad loves that. Like he loves like the spunky dogs with energy that want to play. And man, they got, they got the one that wants to play. <laughs> <laughs> She's wild. Yeah, I know. I always have a lot of friends and a lot of people who are always, they always like pick the one that looks like the lazy one and not the like <laughs> insane puppy and stuff. So we'll see. It's hard because they're going to be right at that. They're right at that age mark where they're just starting to play a little bit more. They're starting to have a little more like energy and stuff. So it'll be interesting. Like I said, it's like, I'm going to be looking at all four puppies and I'm going to be like, no, they're all adorable. Just take them all. I know Kylie even said, she's like, I'm going to be dying, like going and seeing the puppies and like knowing I'm not (laughs) even getting to take one. (laughs) She's going to be like, I need to add my name to the list for another one. (laughs) No, She's like, I want to get back on the list. So, so exciting. And so I yeah, know so hopefully this Friday we will know which one we're going to get. There is one person ahead of us on the list. So if they haven't made their selection yet, we'll have to make our top two. Um, and then hopefully we'll narrow down kind of our names too. Are you guys going to like, let us know the name ahead of time before you get the puppy? Or do you think since there's a chance that you might change your mind once actually having the puppy at home, will I you mean- like do a big reveal when the puppy's home? I'll probably share it. I'm not one to hold too much information. Because <laughs> I'll probably I feel be like, like this is this is 
something that like people that are having children go through. They're I, like, do we announce the name or do we not? I'm like, this, the, is, the, this is equal just for the puppy. Like it's just yeah. as important. The fact that I haven't even, I haven't started an Instagram yet because we don't have a name. So the second we, <laughs> I have a name, like I'm going to make the dog an Instagram. Like, <laughs> Do you already have ideas based off what the dog's name is, what the Instagram name is going to be? Um, yes and no. I like looked up a couple, like a lot that I've come up with already, like are taken are taken like, cause I was like, okay, well, if it's Brandy, I have to do something with the song, like Brandy or a fine pup or something like that. Oh, but like all these things were like taken. So <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to try to get creative and it'll probably not even be creative, but, um, I feel like I, I can't, can't start a page in- until I have a name. <laughs> I can't believe in four weeks from today though, like you're going to be waking up snuggling with a puppy. Oh yeah. We'll already have, I think we have the pup th- in exactly three weeks. I think. Oh, three weeks. Crazy. Wait, I don't know. What's well, cause the 18th was just a couple days ago. I know, but so I, I, think month, way, right? I could be wrong. What, what date are we at right now? I think the we're 21st. at the 20th, 21st. What day, what day is it? Who's on third? <laughs> I think you're right. No, four weeks. Sorry guys, we we're calendar surfing right now. Uh, it is four weeks. Damn it. That well, three. That gives oh, yeah, you one duh, more week because to the prepare. puppies are five weeks when we meet them next weekend. So that makes sense. So and you be, need that extra week to prepare, I'm sure. Yeah, we've already bought like been spending money buying crap. So puppy gates and puppy proofing and yeah, we got like we ordered a big crate and um because we're gonna try to crate train it and like with this like playpen thing that like attaches onto it and then um I got my carrier for the plane. I got water dishes, super cute. The other day I ordered like I wanted to get like a cute Christmas handkerchief so that um she can wear it like when we get home and Jeff sees her. Um, and the one I got was way too, I ordered it on target, like pickup. So it'll be easy to return. But so I didn't see it in person. I had just did it for like drive up when I was placing an order this last week. And, um, it's way too big. <laughs> You're like, that is not going to fit a tiny little, baby. that is like a little blanket. So, <laughs> yeah. It had said one, like one size. Cause it's a handkerchief, but I was like, this is kind of a big one size. So she's going to have to grow into that. Yeah, I'll have to find, uh, I'll find one on Etsy or something. But I was like, she has to have a cute little Christmas, like, handkerchief to wear when she gets home. Of course she does. <laughs> I'm so excited for you guys. I can't believe how soon you're going to have a puppy. It's crazy. I know. I know. How's Washington? Washington is amazing. So I flew up here Thursday, um, got here, just hung out with the fam that day, and then Friday didn't really do much. Yesterday was like a very fun day. We went to a couple wineries and then we went to a brewery for dinner and yeah, it's just been nice to be here with family. I'm working, you know, my remote days, the days that I can, which is still nice having that flexibility and then taking the days off where I'm supposed to be in office to just have a little bit extra time with family. My aunt and uncle are flying up for is, Thanksgiving on Thursday as well. So it'll be is fun. It, um... Sorry, I'm kind of interrupting. Do you have That's to okay. take off the days you're supposed to be in the office or are you just choosing to do that? Have to. Yeah. If it's an in-day office and you want to take the day off, you have to use vacation time for it. Um, Cause otherwise nobody would want to go in, especially a holiday week. <laughs> yeah. It would be so, easy to just so they be like, want to make hey, it fair. Work here today. 
Exactly. And luckily for me, my in-office days right now are Wednesdays and Thursdays. So Thursday's a holiday. So I'm only having to take off one day next week, which is really, really nice. That's nice. Um, and then, yeah, I took Thursday off for my travel day because my flights that I got, it really was an entire day of travel. I left at 8 a.m. and didn't land in Yakima till 2.30. So spent a three-hour layover in Seattle. But um, yeah, so it's, ni- it's nice still having that flexibility of being able to work here the days that I can, sure. you know, save, still being with family, but being able to save that vacation time for like when I want to do a vacation vacation. That's nice. Cause when I was still working at the university, they were trying to make it where it was like, no, no more of this, like go work from wherever you want. Like if you're not working from home, you're not working from vacation. Like it was kind of what like, the a, heck? yeah, they were trying to make it like, so if you're not like, if you're actually going somewhere, like, cause they just felt like if you're going somewhere and still going to work from home, you weren't really going to be working. Which is probably true for some people, but like in my situation, I, I was going to say for your situation, I'm sure you could get that approved, but yeah, they were like, cause people, a lot of people in the pandemic, they were just like going to Palm Springs for two weeks. And, but I was like, but you still would be working. I don't know. I have even worked from Palm Springs. Like granted, I would like ask to change my schedule to like six to 11. And I would just work like a four hour day and get up early, cram it in, in the morning and then enjoy my whole afternoon and evening in Palm Springs. But hello, it's 2021. Like flexibility in the workplace should not be a negative thing. You know, it's nice too. We, um, so they, So we have like our set holidays at Taco Bell. So Thursday and Friday are like the two holidays we have off. And then um, they have what they call recharge days. And those aren't like set holidays, but they just tell us at some point, like random days we'll have off. And they're giving us this Wednesday as like a recharge day. So we actually have Wednesday through Friday. So I'll have like a nice five-day weekend. And then um, they're also giving it, so like Monday and Tuesday is like schedule, like no meeting days. So it's nice. like days to just like, you're working, getting stuff done that's on your to-do list, but you're not having to like be doing meetings nonstop and things like that. So this should be like kind of a nice, like kind of a chill week. So I'm like looking forward to that. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. So your aunt and uncle are coming too. That'll be nice. Cause you had said you haven't had Thanksgiving with like your family like that in a long time, huh? Yeah. My parents and my aunt and uncle have not spent Thanksgiving or any holiday together in a couple of years now because of the pandemic. And then the year oh. before they also didn't. So it'll be nice to have them come up. They fly up Tuesday and we'll stay a full week with my parents. So it'll be fun just to have like a complete full house here at my parents, you know, all six of us staying here. And two dogs, two wild and crazy dogs. (laughs) It'll be a full house, but really fun. I mean, it's freezing here. Like it's so, I forget how cold it is and it's not even winter. Like my mom had to remind me of that. She's like, it's not even winter yet. It gets worse. I was like, oh man, because you wake up and it's like 30 degrees in the morning. And then like the most it heated up to yesterday was probably like 43 or something. Oh my gosh. Really, really cold. Like you for, we forget being from Southern California, how it is to like really be cold. Cause we get stuck thinking like 58 is cold, you know, when it cools oh, no, down the to second it hits the sixties, I'm like, time to bundle <laughs> up. <laughs> no, it's legit cold here. Like my dad's been like, anybody want to go sit out by the fire? And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I can't even imagine how cold it would be to like walk out there. And then when you're done with the fire to walk back, like, I feel like I'd be freezing (laughs) one of these nights, one of these nights we'll have to do it though. But yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun up here. It's really nice. 
Um, that's good. I'm glad you're having a good time. I definitely, it's still on my list to get my ass up there sometime. With yes. You. But like in the summertime when it's more fun and we get more daylight too, because there's yeah, like but you also not enough like, daylight uh, right now. You guys had too many triple digits. I don't need the too cold and I don't need the too hot. I mean, triple digits are kind of gnarly, but if we could do like July or something where it's like high eighties would be high, perfect. High eighties. I can handle, I guess. <laughs> Cause it's also nice to have more daylight. Like if the sun doesn't come up here until like seven 30 in the morning and then it goes down at like four at night. Like it's so weird. It's bizarre. There's like just the day's over before you know it before that it begins and before so it ends, short. it's over. It's very short. <sighs> Let's talk Mr. Marvelous. Mr. Marvelous. So Mr. Marvelous took me to the airport on Thursday morning. Okay. That is a, okay. <laughs> a big remember, deal to me. <laughs> I remember in an old episode, like when you were still dating MBM, I think I remember asking like, Hey, is he like taking you to the airport or something? And you were like, you basically said you were like afraid to ask him. Yeah. So big difference with, um, Mr. Marvelous and MBM. Yeah. With, um, MBM, I remember you had asked me like on the side, like, so is he going to pick you up from the airport? Like when you land? And I was like, no, I was like, I'm not even going to ask him. Like I walked on eggshells with that guy. Like it was always about him. It was always about his job and how busy he was and climbing the career ladder and like him, him, him. And so I was always like, oh, I don't want to like intrude on anything. Like, I don't even want to ask, like, God forbid he had to drive three minutes from his house to the airport to pick me up and, you know, 20 minutes to take me home and back or whatever. Like right next to the airport, right next to the airport. And I was just terrified to ask and terrified to ask because I'd been told no so many times to like plans and like, do you want to do this and whatever that like, I was just like scared of being told no, like more so the disappointment. Like it's disappointing when like the person you want to do something for you doesn't want to do it. Or like, I don't even know if it wasn't that he didn't want to do it, just refused to make the time or the effort to do it. And so that was always like a very like sensitive thing for me. And then right before we broke up, I remember he had offered to me that he was going to pick me up from the airport when I could come back, remember? And that was like such a big deal to me because I'd been so nervous to ask him. And I'm like, oh, he asked me, oh my gosh, this is like so great. And then the morning of he canceled and said he couldn't pick me up that day. So there I was like with the disappointment again. And um, so this week, um, Mr. Marvelous texted me a day or two before I left. And cause we hadn't had plans and you had even asked me, you're like, are you going to ask him to take you to the airport? And I was like, kind of still traumatized from that whole thing that I was like, I feel like if he says no, like, even if it's a legit reason, like he has a meeting and can't or something yeah. like, I feel like it's going to be such like a, just like Trigger. a bummer feeling for me. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, no, like, it's fine. It's su- like, I have to leave super early. Like, I don't want to like be a burden on anybody. Like I'll just Uber to the airport, whatever. And then a day or two before I left, he texts me and he's like, Hey, do you want me to just come over and stay the night at your house um, Wednesday night so that I can take you to the airport early Thursday morning? And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like night and yes. day difference. Yes, I do. <laughs> and, I, and being me, I was still like, well, you know how early we have to leave, right? We, we have to leave my house at six in the morning. Like, yeah. cause he's not a super morning person. And, um, he was like, no, like, of course I'll take you to the airport, which is just like so different for me, but so like nice. Like that's like how I got so wrapped up in MBM and was like, okay with being, I wasn't okay with being told no to everything, but how I just like accepted that, like, this is as good as it gets, I guess, you know, yeah. 
in like, my first relationship one, outside of like two and that's my okay. divorce was so crazy. What? Which it should be in the beginning, I guess, you know, and especially if you're young, like it's good that the career is number one, but you also shouldn't be dating and putting yourself out there if you're not willing to like let somebody else in and know what it takes to have somebody else in your life, which he wasn't, you know, yeah. um, where Mr. Marvelous is more ready for that. He, he does have a good career and he's also ready to have somebody in his life. And, and he's like a great, so far been a great boyfriend. Like he puts in the effort that it takes to be a great partner, you know? Yep. So no, no, definitely it's, been- it's, they are definitely night and day. And it's, it's funny that Cause I, I mean, Jeff's even called me out on it because I'll like, we'll be talking about something and I'll say like, yeah, no, Mr. Marvelous. It seems great. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, but you said that about MBM too. And I'm like, yeah, but he, he was good in some areas, but then it was like, you don't realize like all the things because it's like, I guess you do that sometimes for your friends, like you do in your own relationships where you make excuses for certain behavior and and it seems like, cause that's how I am like looking back at like some of my past relationships before Jeff, where I'm like, okay, I should have not been like, okay with that. I should have not settled for that. And, but it's like, you get so wrapped up in somebody because when things are good, they're great. And then exactly that you just like, are like, okay, well, these few negative things, I guess I'll just like look past it's disappointing, but, um, it's just, it's until you have something like super great. You're like, okay, why did I allow myself to settle with things like that? And I also think that like, for me being the first relationship since my divorce, and I was in a marriage in a relationship with my ex for a very long time. Like I hadn't dated in a long time. Like I was like, I don't know what dating's even supposed to be like, like maybe this is normal. Maybe it's normal to only see each other once every week or every other week or whatever. Sometimes every three weeks, yeah, like, maybe that's normal. You were, I mean, you've never dated in your adult life. You met your ex-husband when you were 17. So yes. Like- I mean, you technically have never actually like dated. So it's like, you're just like, okay, this seems like great. Like, cool. Like sure. I'm disappointed a lot, but I mean, that's life. And I don't know. Like exactly. Like you have somebody to talk to every day at least. And yeah, like I was kind of like, I guess this is what it is. And like, that's the thing that's hard with dating. I feel like, is there so many opinions out there and so many people that are like, you should be single for this long in between relationships or like, you shouldn't do this, or you should only see each other this often, or you shouldn't be together that it's like, no, you need to like, look at your own life and see where you are in your own life and what works for you. Like what I know, I don't want, like, I know certain things that I did with my ex-husband. Like I don't want now, I don't want to invest my entire life into who I'm with. where like, I stop hanging out with my friends and I stop like prioritizing things that are important to me. Like I want a good balance where like, I'm still doing me and you're still doing you, but like, then we come together often enough where like it works for both. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to listen to everybody's opinions on how relationships should be all the time. Like you should just do what works for you and your life at that time, which is what it feels like I'm doing right now. And it feels like I wasn't doing that so much with MBM, you know, where like, it does feel really good right now. I I'm so happy for you because I agree. Thank I think you. From, at least from the outside and from everything you tell me, which you tell me pretty much everything, I think. Um, it all seems really great. And I'm so happy for you. It is. Thank you. Yeah, he's very, very sweet. Like there's there's just cute little things that he does, like just little things. I mean, obviously there's big things too that he does, you know. Like I've talked about like the the reservations and like the thought he puts into like planning things and all of that's like so nice when you haven't had that with anybody you know 
Um, but then there's like little things, like just like little details he remembers. Like I'll mention once that like I have a hair appointment Wednesday at 2.30, you know, and so I'm not going to be available until after five or whatever. And like, I'll tell him that like two weeks in advance. And then that day will come up and he'll be like, so you have a, you, you said you have a hair appointment Wednesday, right? And I'm like, oh my God, like, how do you like, he yeah. just like remembers like all these little things that like really don't matter unless it has to do with scheduling something, but, it, but it's it, just like nice to have somebody that remembers like kind of what you're doing and where you are and like what your schedule is. If you're it mentioning it to just, them, it makes you realize that they're list like if they're listening to you about that kind of stuff you know they're listening to like the bigger things too exactly like it just makes you feel like what you say whether it's important or not is important to them and like that's a good feeling like you said like just being listened to because I think we all <laughs> we all have been in relationships where we're just not listened to it goes right over their head it's not the best feeling so a hundred percent Yes. So yeah, no, he, he's great. He, you know, walks, walks me through a lot of stuff. Like there'll be times where I'm stressed about a situation, like stressed about a roommate situation or stressed about a work situation or stressed about a friend's anything, you know, and he'll, he talks me through it like in a normal way. Like he, it's just such a normal, like way to talk you through it where my ex would have, you know, my ex-husband would have just told me like, get over it. Like you're being dramatic, like get over it. It's like, no, I'm not always being dramatic. Like sometimes something is really bothering me and I'm like legitimately coming to you for advice to be like, am I overreacting or like, how should I like handle this situation? And like, he will walk, he doesn't ever tell me I'm dramatic about anything. He'll walk me through it. Give me advice. Like he might tell me like, yeah, that's like probably not a battle. You need a fight or something. But like, that's what you want the person that you're with to tell you. Like they don't have to always tell you you're right. And yeah, go go confront that person or yeah, you have the right to be mad, but like yeah. you want them to be like, okay, this one's probably not the battle you need to fight or whatever. And it's just such a nice feeling to know that like, cause I wouldn't go to my ex-husband for a lot of things because I already knew what the answer was going to be. Like, I already knew he didn't want to hear it and was just going to tell me I was being dramatic or like right off the bat that I was wrong. I just knew he didn't want to deal with it. And so it was like, yeah. well, I'm not going to talk to you about it anyways then, you know, feeling comfortable. So- with um like having those like open communication type things and feeling like you can talk because I mean even going back I hate to keep going back to him but I feel like even like MVM you just wouldn't like talk about like certain things and stuff no everything was very surface with him yeah so no night and day different very happy right now I know I know I talked in the beginning of this episode just how like okay we're two months in like we're still in like that happy like new relationship period which is true we are is two months in like I'm not trying to like project like this is it you know for me like you don't go into a relationship not hoping that it's that obviously or I feel like most people don't but I do feel like I'm still kind of scarred like I I remember like before MBM and I broke up I remember reading like this Instagram quote that came up on my page about I'll have to find it and send it to you if I saved it. Cause I think I did save it. It was something about a three to four month period in a relationship. How like you hit this point in three to four months where it's not new and exciting anymore. And, um, like it just, it starts getting into like the normal parts of relationships where it's not all like, you know, just like wild and exciting. And like, that's really where like you find out if, if it's like going to keep going or if, it's not what you want. And so yeah. I feel like I was like kind of, and right after I read that and saved that and found that like MBM and I broke up where I feel like I'm kind of scarred <laughs> with that idea of like the three to four month mark where I like hold my breath and I'm like, what's going to happen at the three to four months. But 
we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Things are going well so far and it's exciting and fun. And, you know, we have a lot of fun together and good conversations where you can only hope it continues going as well as possible. And yep, that's all you can hope for. Well, that's some nice Mr. Marvelous updates. I know it's not, it's as the relationship continues, it's not easy to always have like fun updates and stuff like that, but yeah, everyone loves to hear how happy you are and how well things are going. Definitely. And I definitely think it's a a fine line too, of like, when you're first dating somebody, you can share like everything because you're not in a relationship with them yet. So if they do something stupid or they say something stupid or whatever, like I can share it because I don't even know if I'm going to be like with this person where once you're finally in a relationship, it's like, you do have to have like certain things where like, you're comfortable sharing this because other people can relate overall to like certain feelings or whatever. And then also be like, okay, well, I can't share everything because I am in a relationship with this person. And like, that's not fair to just put everything out there. You know, like he's not like a a display in a museum or something. (laughs) Um, So yeah, there's definitely a fine line, but I have a lot of fun talking about him. He says he doesn't listen to the podcast, but he knows he's talked about like, because I do tell him. And I think like, I think he thinks it's like, just like fun and funny and there's been times where he's like, please don't talk about this. On the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I would never, but um, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, yeah, Jeff doesn't listen to our podcast ever. At least he says he doesn't. And I don't think he does. Cause I think he, he's like, I deal with them too enough. I don't need yeah. to spend an extra <laughs> knows, hour listening. He knows everything that's going on in their lives anyways, yeah. specifically yours. yeah pretty much so yeah he has he he's like I subscribe but I and I read what your episode's about and then that's it he's like I kind of get a a feel for what the weeks unless you put like in the whole episode notes like this week is about what Jeff did to piss me off (laughs) (laughs) we should do that one one week just to trick him he's gonna be like oh my god what did I do yeah (laughs) you probably still wouldn't listen (laughs) Oh. oh Well, you, my friend, have jumped right into personal points in the new WW plan this past week. I have. You go, girl. Yeah. So I told myself, like, okay, Monday, like, I'm going to just, like, get back going. I'm going to start tracking again and just kind of getting back into this habit. Like, I don't want to wait until after the holidays. So I just want to kind of just, like, get going And so, yeah, sure enough, Monday I started tracking. I've tracked every single thing since. So it's been seven days of full tracking for me. Um, I had weighed myself that Monday because I wanted a starting point. Um, And I did, I think I had shared in one of our episodes recently that like I had contemplated that, okay, I was going to like go back to like starting completely fresh. Like I'm sick of like every week having the comparison of seeing where I was at in my journey, like, oh, I've only lost 40 pounds now. And I used to have lost 109 pounds and how it almost like was discouraging to constantly see that number. So I decided just to flat out go to zero on Monday. So as of Monday, I had lost zero pounds with WW. So I completely started like a fresh journey. Um, and but then I weighed myself again on Thursday. So I do try to keep my weigh-ins to typically only once a week, but because Thursday is my typical weigh-in day, I then wanted to weigh in on Thursday. I had already lost like just shy of nine pounds. Insane. 
which I couldn't believe, which I was like, okay, that just shows you how crappy I've been eating and drinking and stuff lately. But because all I've been, I mean, we were eating out less like and stuff, but I, I stopped drinking my alcohol during the week. I, um, like we just like, I meal planned a lot more, like rather than just us like, Oh, what do you want to eat for lunch today? Kind of thing. Like I really like set out our week to have a successful week. So Jeff and I both kind of started back at it. He's doing his intermittent fasting again. And, um, which sometimes is frustrated for me. Like, for example, yesterday I like wanted breakfast, like I wanted us to go get breakfast or something. And he was like, he's like, no, I can't eat for two or three more hours. And I'm just like, ugh, so annoying. <laughs> but uh yeah, so we uh so yeah, completely started back at zero. Um, feeling really good with the new plan. I think I had shared, I I gave myself kind of the least amount of free foods. I wanted to kind of have the freedom of my points. So I'm, um, I think my only free foods are like the Greek yogurt, fruits and vegetables. Okay. So yeah, feeling really good. Only big disappointment, I guess with the week is, um, so yesterday we had our friends, we did like, a a Friendsgiving with like a group of our friends, but we just decided instead of going to somebody's house, we were going to go to a brewery. So we Fun. did go to a brewery. Um, and then we went to like a dive bar by my, our friend's house afterwards. And I am proud of myself, no matter how much I drank yesterday and everything, I tracked it all. <laughs> so throughout go, the night, girl. I was like, okay, I had a seltzer. Okay. I had, I had like a few bites of this poutine. I had like Oh my God. We got pizza from brewery X. Their pizza's the best. So this is the first time I had tried. So usually we just get like their pepperoni and stuff. But last night we got two different flavors, um, with, for the group and we got their Buffalo chicken and we got like a meatball Parmesan or meatball marinara. I don't remember what it, they were both so freaking fantastic. Their pizza Yum. is so good. So, um, but yeah, so I'm like, the fact like I can be drunk and still like, nope, I got to go on my WW app and track. <laughs> like I was really proud of myself, but getting to why I was disappointed is when we got to the dive bar, I got like a vodka soda and I went in to track my vodka for the first time since starting the new program and it's gone up a point. <laughs> so vodka is no longer three points. No, it's booze went up a point. So uh, no! 1.5 ounce pure, a 1.5 ounce pour is now four points. Oh my gosh. So the worst. Super bummer. <laughs> that is a bummer. But I mean, cause now it's equal cause seltzers didn't go up. So now it's like pretty much most, okay. most seltzers are four points. I shouldn't say all, but a lot of the like basic seltzers are some are actually even three points. I don't know if those have gone up, but from the seltzers I, I have tracked so far yesterday, those were around four, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I was bummed to see that last night, That is a bummer. I also get excited about something. I can't think of, there was one thing I went to track yesterday or the day before. And I was like, Oh, this totally went down. And even though like avocado is not one of my free foods. And I was like excited about having that free, but then I got rid of it. Um, avocado is like super low point now like good like where it doesn't feel like I'm like I'm not tracking that like I'm like I'll track it it's fine might as well so awesome I feel really good and um like I'm hoping I can stick with it and you can you got this I know I've done it before I can do it again 
And just the fact that like your habits are already coming back of like, even though you're out for the night and you know, your chances are you're going to be over that day. Like you're still in there tracking, like that's still making you like conscious about what you're doing and back in the habits of tracking because, you know, a a day or two or a weekend of not tracking because you know, you're going to be over can make it really hard to like start again on Monday or whatever. So just having those habits is awesome. Well, and you saying being like, con- like being conscious of your decisions is like a hundred percent what it was. So like yesterday, Jeff and I knew like, okay, we're having dinner at the brewery. I already know that's high points. Like I'm going to be drinking. I know that's high points. So it's like, I, we went into that knowing that that was what our night was looking like. So we made super like low point, healthier decision for lunch so we could go into the night knowing we had like a larger amount to work with. That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah so I really I haven't. Blow, I blew through all of my points and, but I didn't even go through all of my weeklies because Good. I saved like all of my day and everything. And plus I like had gotten in a ton of steps yesterday. So that earned me a few, few extra points for the day. So awesome. That's, I like and then that. your, your weigh-in day is Thursday. So you'll be good for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Cause I'll try to weigh in that morning <laughs> before like, we've talked about this. Not that we overthink it on Thanksgiving when we're just enjoying being with our families, but also at the same time you do reset on Thanksgiving, which is great. Yep. Yeah. So I'll probably end up just like, what I probably won't track Thanksgiving. I'll probably just wipe out my points and start, start a new day on Friday. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, I have not started hardcore like you have I have opened the app and tracked meals and you know played around with it a little bit um I've made better decisions like this morning my mom was like does anybody want a bagel and I was like yeah I love bagels but I was like no I'm just gonna do yogurt today like I'm trying like in the you know parts of this trip and the meals that I can really good because I don't know if I would turn down a bagel (laughs) it was I was texting Mr. Marvelous this morning and I was like I turned down a bagel like I don't zero nutritional value. They don't keep you full. There's literally no point of a bagel except for the point that they're like the best food in the entire world. Mm-hmm. But to turn one down for like, and just be like, I'll have yogurt. Don't get me wrong. I'm also going to end this podcast and have a mimosa while we decorate the Christmas tree today. <laughs> <laughs> but that's <laughs> the point. Decisions. We're balancing. And exactly. I like it. And I like the idea. I think it was something that you said in the last episode or two where it was like, okay, if you, if you look between now and the end of the year and like January 1st, and you're like, oh my God, there's too much. There's like Thanksgiving. It's my birthday. It's Laura's birthday. It's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. It's a work Christmas party and New Year's Eve. It's just too much. I can't do it. Then yeah, you're not going to start until New Year's. But if you look between now, which is November 21st and the end of the year, there's 41 days and yeah, maybe there's 10 to 15 days that might be hard or meals that might be hard within those 41 days. Like that's gives you a lot more room to work with. There's at least 30 days in that next month and a half before the year ends that you can try. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think I actually, I don't even know, think that was on the pod. I think that was something I had talked about on my like comeback on post. Your post. Okay. Um, because yeah, I was basically just like, um, looking at it as being like, you got to look at events and occasions as being meals and not like days, like where you're like, Oh, Thanksgiving is this, is this Thursday. So I'm just going to 
like throw it all to the wind Thursday through Sunday. It's like, no, exactly. just enjoy Thursday, eat what you want. If you want to, if you don't want to track sure, that's fine. Have that day to enjoy as you want, but then plan on just getting back on making some healthy decisions for the rest of the weekend, instead of just being like, Oh, I totally blew it on Thursday. I'm just gonna, exactly. I'm just gonna blow it all weekend. Cause that's Definitely. the story of my life. I can't tell you how many, like, <laughs> like times I'm like, we all oh, I'll just get back at it on Monday I'll just like enjoy the weekend and forget about it so exactly definitely a better way to think about it when you think of meals rather than like just how busy the next month's gonna be like there's plenty of meals that you can do better you know even even if you do have a work Christmas party coming up on a Friday that doesn't mean that you can't try breakfast and lunch that day and yep. just like you did for your friends giving, you and Jeff made the decision to have, you know, a healthier lunch so that you could enjoy your dinner. Like there's definitely, even though this is a busy time of the year, this, there is, there are decisions you can make in those cracks between the busy times to help you reach your goals. hundred percent. Yes. Um, let's hit up some pop culture. Have you watched, been watching anything this week? So I've continued watching Dope Sick which is I brought up last week that I had just started it and I I'm not done with it yet. I think I have two or three more episodes left. It's so good. And when I say it's so good, it's like, it is, it's so good. It's infuriating good just because of like, you know, the whole opioid pandemic is infuriating, but um, it's so well done and just kind of tells the story of how it all happened with like the pharmaceutical companies and, it's just, it is, it makes you so mad to know how this was able to happen, but it is really, 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 really good. Um, I got my parents to start watching it and they really like it too. Um, I just, I can't recommend it enough. I think it's great. I'm hoping to have it finished in the next couple of days. It's on Hulu. If you haven't started watching it yet and you're looking for something to watch. Um, the only thing I can say, cause I tried to get Mr. Marvelous to start watching it. And he watched the first episode and he was like, I'll probably give it another chance. But he's like, there's just, he's like, I like like action or like drama in a show. And there obviously there's no action. It's telling a story, but there's also, there is drama because of the story, but it's not like TV drama. It's like story drama. So it literally like tells a scripted story of what happened, but I love shows like that. Like I love documentary type stuff, which is what this is. It's like a scripted documentary, you know? Um, so it might not be for everybody if, you know, if you have ties to this, if there, you know, if you have somebody in your family that was affected by this or a friend or something, it might be hard to watch. Yeah. Um, and I can understand that too, but it's just, it's crazy. Like we all know people, I feel like so many of our grandparents, like even, you know, were addicted to pain medication just because it was getting pushed on them, you know, at the time that they were getting prescribed things for pain, like it was just being pushed like crazy. I know one of my grandmas was like, totally was pushed pain medication on her. So yeah, it's just crazy what it's done to this country and how it was able to happen. And it's a really, really good show. And if you're interested, I would recommend watching it. All right. Well, if Mr. Marvelous wants action and drama, (laughs) he needs to start Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell him. I'm going to be like, Laura has a better show recommendation for you since apparently you don't like mine. <laughs> Is it, okay, so I recently got Peacock, like I shared, and it was like the first thing that popped up. Is it really, really good? It's, yeah, this is like what every 
big Real Housewives fan has been waiting for. Like, because people have always said for years, and I know they got this idea from the fans. It's like people wanted like a Real Housewives like all star like season or Crossover. something, and that's basically what they're giving us. But they're putting it on Peacock because they're making. Because I can't tell you how many Real Housewives fans probably got Peacock this last week because oh so it's not on bravo it's no. just on peacock oh, it's okay. a peacock exclusive um so they released the first three episodes this week i think there's going to be seven episodes total and so there's two housewives from new york two from new jersey two from atlanta and one from beverly hills and they all went to turks and caicos for a week and um i've only watched the premiere so far because i've been kind of busy the last few days but the premiere was so good already, like the drama starting. Um, the big drama is basically like them just like, who's the better housewife? Like, <laughs> like, cause Ramona thinks she's just like the one who like put the franchise on the map and things like that. And, um, but yeah, super good. The villa that they're staying at in Turks and Caicos looks amazing. I'm like, can we You're like I want to go there how many of us do we need to get to go to chip in <laughs> like 80 of us 100 <laughs> to be able to afford it but it looks amazing oh um, my gosh yeah, that's the only thing I have like a list of things I want to start and I just have not had a chance so I'm hoping maybe to get some lazy time this week like through the break and stuff to be able to watch some stuff but I just don't know I'm hoping to. There's so much on Hulu in particular right now that's out that I want to watch. There's the um, only thing I don't have. Ah, uh, Laura, you have to get Hulu. It's so Hulu's been amazing lately. There's so many good shows on there. Um, and there's three in particular that I want to watch. One that you've mentioned on the podcast before, like the Curse of Von Dutch. Yep, I want to whatever watch. it is. So I'm I need to just rejoin again. We haven't had it for a while, but I need to get it back because I want to watch that for sure. That looks so good. It looks so good. And then I just saw that there's also a Janet Jackson, like Super Bowl. Oh yeah. The Janet Jackson undressed or getting undressed. Yes. About her Super Bowl issue when her, you know, her boobie fell out at the Super Bowl. I want to watch that. And, um, and then also you could have watched this on regular TV, I think, but it's on Hulu now it's 2020. I think the, the Turpin kids episode where do you remember that story from Paris, California? Yep. Yeah, where like all the kids, there was like 14 kids living in like this house of horrors and one of the kids escaped yeah. and called the police and, you know, freed all their whatever. Uh, they interviewed one of the was kids. Amazing. Oh, really? And it's on Hulu. I'm pretty sure it was on regular TV too, if it was 2020, but um, it's on Hulu. And one of our listeners actually, um, Danny, wrote that in, you know, when we asked people to write their flavors of the week, she wrote that. And so... I, yeah, those three things on Hulu are probably the top shows that I want to watch in addition to, um, dope sick and finishing that, which is also on there. And I've already told you about nine perfect strangers, which you never watched, right? Never watched. No girl, get you some Hulu. Uh, I know. I just need to like, yeah. Cause I want to get Apple TV again too, because there's stuff I want to watch on Apple TV now. It's just, if you can share Apple TV, I love that we talk about this. We're like, I'll just share my account with you. I know. That's why I told you, just delete your peacock. I'll, give I'll get yours. You get my apple and then you give me your apple. <laughs> yeah. No, no shadiness here. We all do no. it. Let's not lie. Everybody, <laughs> sh- everybody shares their streaming services. Exactly. Everybody's got at least one that's not theirs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, the only other good thing that I've watched is another one that you brought up last week, and that's I'm almost done watching it. Is the Tiger King two thing? I don't know if it's called Tiger King two or whatever. Yeah, but I was kind of like skeptical. I'm like, what else are they going to talk about? Like, that's what I because I've heard like some reviews, like it was just a total money grab, like this wasn't necessary, things like that. So I've been curious to know how it is because I do want to. And start I kind it. of think it was, and it does. There's a lot of parts of it that seem really scripted which I kind of think a lot of the first one was really scripted too, but it's entertaining. Um, but I actually thought it was good. There was more, like I sat down with my parents yesterday afternoon and I was like, Oh, like, cause we all watched tiger King together, like in the beginning of the pandemic, you know? And I was like, Oh, tiger King two's out. And they were like, Oh my God, like, are you serious? <laughs> so we started watching it and my mom, like both of my parents were like, Oh, like this is like more than I thought it was going to be. Like they kind of deep dive into Don Lewis and, oh, okay. um, yeah, interview like attorneys and detectives. And it's, yeah, I, I don't think it's, it, it hasn't exceeded my expect. It has exceeded my expectations because my expectations were low. So yes, it's exceeded my expectations, but it's not like I would never make it my flavor of the week or anything. It's just, it's Thanksgiving week. You have a lot of, most people have time off this week. Like if you want something to watch, like it's five, like 40 minute episodes or something, it's not the worst thing that you could watch, I guess. Okay. I'll check it out. definitely Um, pete and kim are fish pete i feel like we have turned into the pete davidson update like have we not talked about him for like four weeks straight (laughs) i feel like we have but yeah apparently they came out as being an official couple i'm like and then we had when we texted each other about this this week i even said i was like do you think she would go for a guy like pete if kim was not or i mean i'm sorry if courtney was not with travis nope I don't negative. I don't either. And I think I was talking to my family about this yesterday and I was like, I feel bad for him because I just feel like he's being used for like a, I think a, it's because Kim can't stand the fact that Courtney's dating or is engaged to Travis Barker and has like this skinny, scrawny white dude that's tatted up and like, is kind of like a nineties, like punk guy. And now she wants one too. And Courtney's gotten a lot of the media attention lately. And I think it also takes the eyes off the Kylie and Travis thing a little bit too. Like, so everybody's not so much focused on what happened at Astro World, where now they're focused on the fact that Kim Kardashian is dating Pete Davidson. They're walking hand in hand, but she's wearing Yeezys. <laughs> did you I see know, that I picture? I did see that. <laughs> Kim is like, watch, walking hand in hand with her new boyfriend while still wearing Yeezys. <laughs> it's so ridiculous it's like I feel like he she is totally using him for publicity for multiple reasons and at the same time like he has to know that so it's also not the worst publicity for him to be honest with you yeah as long the only the only reason I like worry more about him is like he's been outspoken about like mental health issues and struggles he's had where I'm like is it even if it, it, whether it is or it's not for publicity, like this is not going to be a forever thing, I don't think. And like for somebody that struggles with that, yeah, is it healthy for you? But I don't know. Pete Davidson can clearly get anybody that like, who needs who more? Like, do you need Pete more? Does he need you more? I'm confused. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, last week we had mentioned that, uh, one night in one night, one night in Adele. God, what is that? A porno? <laughs> One night with Adele or whatever it was called, um, was going to be airing that night. Did you end up watching it? 
I did. So not the whole thing, but like I watched most of it. I saw the engagement happen, which was so, it was so cute. There was an engagement. Did you see the engagement happen? Yeah. I okay. So thing. cute. I just thought it was adorable. But then I was watching SNL last night and during the weekend update, they talked about that. And they were like last weekend on one night with Adele, a couple got engaged during the Adele concert just to listen to an hour of songs about divorce. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Which funny. is really funny if you think about it. But um, no, the concert was beautiful. And the oh album, what I've listened to so far is just amazing it, too. So you've listened to her new album? Most of it, not the whole thing. And there's oh. there's certain songs where like, I have to be in the mood for an Adele album. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you have to be just like, you can't just listen to that kind of music and be like in a super upbeat mood. Like you have to be in the right mood. So I've clicked through the songs and listened to like more of the upbeat ones. But I do need to like listen to the whole album, which speaking of clicking through Adele songs, did you read about her wanting, really wanting um, the music platforms to take off the opportunity, or not the opportunity, the option to shuffle that album? Uh Uh-uh. So she basically wrote this album and like poured her heart out and, you know, an album typically, if it tells a story, goes in like chronological order and tells a story, which hers does. So she didn't want fans to have the option to hit shuffle and let her album shuffle and not let it tell its story in the way that it was supposed to. So Spotify actually listened to her and took off the album. So if you listen to her new album on Spotify, you cannot shuffle her new really? album. Really? Yes. I mean, double check, but I read that this morning. Interesting. So I yeah, no, was- I have not listened to it at all yet. I do want to, um, I do hope to uh oh I just got a pop-up on Spotify that now you can read the lyrics as you listen to songs oh I like it um but yeah no I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet like you said like I want to be able to actually listen to the whole thing to it um I mean it lets me it lets me shuffle the whole album I mean I just pressed start the album and then the shuffle was on what the heck? Well, then the news was wrong, I guess. Sorry, guys. Maybe they haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, like, seriously. I mean, it let me do it right now. But I I loved the special because I really, I think her voice is like absolutely fantastic. It's I think the whole, the whole like ambiance at um, the Griffith Observatory was like stunning. Like I was like, I want to go to a concert like at sunset at the Griffith Observatory. It was like beautiful and it was like freaking like star-studded event. It was like so many famous people there. Um, oh my gosh, it looks beautiful. Yeah, I just I thought it was really good. Like the inner I mean, I kind of would have liked a little more interview. I feel like if you I agree. put all of the interview with Oprah together, I was like it was maybe 10 minutes. Like it wasn't a lot of interview. But yeah, just, I mean, like, just like the very first song, I was already like sobbing, crying. Cause it was just like, <laughs> I got overwhelmed with like the song. Cause like a lot of her songs made me cry, but like, just the, um, like, it was just so pretty. And it was just like, it was very emotional. And then like, of course the engagement did. Cause that's like one of my favorite love songs too. the song she sang during that. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I really liked it. 
Speaking of Oprah interviews, did you see Britney Spears tease an Oprah interview this week in her? Was she just putting that in the universe or do you think that's really happening? Because I really, really hope it's happening. I've been obsessively Googling about it and I don't think there's anything actually like planned. I don't know if it's in the works or not, but there's nothing like there's no like planned interview. I think she knows that after the Adele concert, that was like a thing on social media that people were like, when is when's Oprah going to interview you? So I think she was just kind of touching on it. But I don't think it's out of the question to assume that she's going to do an interview at some point. For sure. Um, And I think, I I think she should, but I also don't know like her whole, you know, mental health history. And if that would be beneficial for her, worse for her, like definitely hope that she does whatever's best for her and not like the world that wants to know, but the world wants to know. So she has been speaking out this last week on social media. Did you see her call Christina Aguilera out? She did. I saw that yesterday or the day before. Crazy. So basically, Christina Aguilera was on the red carpet at the Latin Grammys. And um, the person that was interviewing her asked like something about Britney Spears, like to comment on the Britney Spears being free thing or whatever. And her publicist was like, we're not doing this. And so she was basically like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not going to talk about that. Like, I wish her the best kind of thing. And so Britney Spears like recorded or reposted that part of the interview and kind of attacked Christina Aguilera and was like, you know, what's happened to me and how bad it is. Like, why can't you talk about it? Like, why, why are people so scared to talk about something bad that happened? And she kind of went on the attack on her while defending Lady Gaga, because Lady Gaga, I think on the red carpet of the house of Gucci premiere was talking about Britney. Uh So any thoughts on that? Like who's right, who's wrong or. I mean, I don't know. I think it's stupid. I think some people, I don't know. It's so hard because like, I guess you just like when you're in that limelight, you just don't want like to say the wrong thing or, um, but I feel like she didn't see a lot that Christina did say while she was under conservatorship. Cause I think Christina has spoke out a lot. Yes, like, I agree. So I think she didn't in that moment, but I know Christina, I think has tweeted things and has been, been seen posting things about Brittany. If I remember correctly. Well, and here's the thing. Nobody has been talking about this for the last 13 or 14 years. It's not like any celebrity for 13 or 14 years straight has stood on their podium to try to free Britney. Yeah. It, it's really only been since it got a lot of media cover, coverage with the whole free Britney thing. And when Britney actually this past summer spoke to the judge and that 20 minute, you know, recording was released or whatever, like that really started getting famous people talking about it. So I don't really think Chris, I think she attacked Christina for the wrong reasons. Um, I don't know why her publicist didn't want her to talk about it then and there. Like, I don't know. And it's, it's a hard thing too. It's, it's weird when somebody's talking about your life, like being in Britney's situation, you'd want people to stick up for you. Yes. And to be like, that was an injustice. It was wrong. Like, I'm so glad, you know, she has her life back now, but at the same time, it's like also not people's business. Like, why, why does, are you asking me to comment on somebody else's life? Like, it's weird. And it's what, and what does they owe you in a sense to have to comment on that? Like, and I don't think that they're friends, which is, I think people associate just because they were pop stars at the same time that like, they have to comment on each other's life or whatever. And it's like, they're not even friends. Like why I would never go comment on somebody else's life that I'm not friends with just because we did like WW at the same time or something <laughs> like in this, in our small realm, like, why would you, why, I don't know. Like, why do they think it's 
appropriate to speak on somebody's life that like you don't even talk to you don't know anything about their life except what everybody else reads about even that video Brittany it like broke my heart like seeing Brittany like talking about how excited she was because she got to go buy candles this week oh my gosh a freaking but like a woman with all of that money in the career she had like and she got excited because she got to go buy candles this week isn't that crazy it's insane I'm so I just hope she continues to do well and surrounds herself around the right people and keeps like a good team of like mental health professionals and therapists and all the right people around her to make sure that she continues to live like the best life that she can because I think she is a vulnerable person and yeah like everything everybody just wants her to live like the best life and be as happy as she possibly can I agree. But you know what, Steph? I think we need to move into your favorite part of the week. Should we hit it? Hit it. Hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week are power blocks. And for anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, um, I discovered these during COVID when you couldn't go work out at the gym. So I was working out with a personal trainer during um, the pandemic when all the gyms were closed. And I started it at my parents' house where my dad had like weights here. So I didn't have to worry about it. And then when I went home, I was like, man, I work out in my bedroom. Like I can't keep like five, 10, 15, 20, all the way up to like 50 pound weights in my bed. Like, where am I going to store weights? You know, like I don't have the space to store weights. And so my personal trainer, was obsessed with these things called power blocks, which are adjustable dumbbells. So they're small. They're like a foot by a foot or something like that. Don't mark my words on the size, but they're pretty small each weight. And then they're adjustable. So you take this pin out and you can, you know, take, change the weight anywhere from two to 2.5 pounds, all the way up to 50 pounds per weight. So they come in sets of two. Um, The ones that I have, we'll link it in the description. They are they're kind of expensive, but worth it. If you ask me, they're $420 for the pair. So for both of them, and it does seem expensive, but exercise equipment is unfortunately expensive. And if and you think about it, if you were to buy a whole tower of weights from five pounds to 50 pounds, you would probably spend 400 bucks. Oh yeah. And, and if it's for your like- home gym, this saves so much space so much space. They're so small. I keep them on the floor of my closet and they take up barely any room. They, I, they're the best investment that I think I made aside from my Peloton in this last year, um, were those power blocks. And if you're starting to work out, if you're starting to do strength, you need something to ask for, for Christmas, whatever you need to treat yourself moment. They're definitely worth it. Um, and you will want to get rid of those multiple sets of weights that you have and just condense into one because it really is like the best thing ever as far as strength training goes. So I got lucky. I, um, I don't, mine are not nearly as nice and fancy as yours, but Aldi had, um, I don't remember, like probably sometime in the beginning of the year or springtime, I don't remember, but they had some randomly advertised that they were going to have. So I like hauled ass to Aldi, like the morning they were supposed to come out because I think I paid like $80 for the pair 
Wow. I think mine only go, mine are, I want to say like five to 25. Okay. That's still good. But it gives you like the basic hand weights that you need. Like it has like where you can change them. So, um, I got super lucky. So I know there are other brands out there. I definitely think, um, the quality like varies, um, but I do know they're a pricier investment, but like I said, versus like, if you compare it to what it would cost and the space you save, I think it's like, if you need the, if you need the weights and you're like committing to doing the strength training at your home, I think it is a really good investment to make. It is. So yeah, I can't, can't recommend them enough. They are, especially if you're getting into strength training, you already are, and you hate dealing with weights everywhere. Like they are a very good investment. So Laura, what is your flavor of the week? So my flavor of the week is Chobani's coffee creamer. I didn't even realize they sell coffee creamer. So I didn't either. I had, um, I had, I had like posted something about Chobani yogurt a couple of months ago. Cause like I had made a mess and I like jokingly like tagged them in it. And, um, they were like, oh, that's definitely not the way to eat your yogurt. Like, can I mail you some coupons so you can try again kind of thing? Like, how nice. I was like, oh, sure. So they sent me like a couple of coupons in the mail. It was really sweet. And one of them was for a free coffee creamer. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know they had coffee creamer. So I decided to try it because I had a coupon for a free one. And I honestly love it. It is so good. So the flavor I got is their almond cocoa loco which is one of their flip flavors that I like. So it's like kind of, it's very like nutty from the almond and like, um, and it kind of has like the, the coconut and like the chocolate flavor coming through, but I really feel like I get the nuttiness the most, which I love. So it's the almond coco loco flavor. The one thing I really noticed, cause I wouldn't say that it's necessary. Like you hear Chobani, you're like, Oh, this is probably like a lot healthier than Cause like a lot of the creamers they put out there, like they sound like they're super healthy. And then you look at the stats and it's like, this is just like my coffee yeah, mate like, or no. anything else. <laughs> um, but it was, I feel like a lot of the coffee mates and stuff usually are like 35 to 40 calories a tablespoon. This is 30. So it's a little less. Um, and um, so the stats are like kind of similar, but um, I thought it was really good. So it's a really good option. I will definitely be buying their creamer again so I could try other flavors because they have a handful of flavors like cookies and cream and they have like that sounds so good they have like the basic like vanillas and stuff like that too but I really liked the first flavor I tried so I will definitely be buying it again especially if it saves um like five five calories so um definitely but that was that reminds me too creamer or vodka and booze isn't the only thing that changed so did creamer so creamer so, went up in points. Yeah. So where I used, if I used two tablespoons, like, so my coffee used to always, cause depending on the flavor, I use more creamer or not. Like okay, there's some, like, if it's like a super sweet type of flavor, I definitely don't need as much versus like some more basic flavors. Like I might want a little bit more to get the flavor. So where my coffee used to be two to three points. Now my coffee is like three to four. Oh, geez. Yeah. And I noticed that yesterday too. I just used the creamer that my mom had at her house, which was like an oat milk, one of the oat milk brand creamers. And I don't use a lot of creamer. I do like a tablespoon is usually what I track. Um, And usually for a lot of the brands that I buy, a tablespoon is zero 
for just a tablespoon. Uh-huh. And this one was one. So I was like, man, I wonder if coffee, if my coffee I don't, is going to end up. They're probably all a point now because all of mine for two tablespoons, um, it was getting more into like at least the three points. So crazy. Yeah. So that's definitely something to watch out for, but I love my coffee and creamer. So like, but thankfully I don't like a ton of creamer. So, um, exactly. I like love it, but yeah, the Chobani coffee creamer was so good. I definitely recommend it. It's in the creamer aisle with all the other creamers, you know, where know. to find it, but I, I, <laughs> I found it at, um, I grabbed it at, I think Albertson's. So, but I'm sure it's at most grocery stores. So awesome. Yep. Really good. But, um, with that being said, we just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Since it's tomorrow, <laughs> we, are, we are thankful for you all. We have the best listeners in the world. Seriously, we are very, very, very thankful for you guys. Thank you guys for listening week after week and for sharing us and review all the reviews and everything. Like we're truly thankful for all of you guys. We love our listeners. We love this little community that we've built And we just want to say how thankful we are for you guys. Amen. And, um, and just a quick little teaser too. Um, we do have like a nice little giveaway planning in and in the works. So keep your eye out for that. So if you don't already make sure you're following us on social media and stuff, because we will definitely be, be, um, sharing that in the coming week or two. Yes. But um, yeah, thanks for joining us for this episode. Um, what? Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think my chair just moved. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, <laughs> just a reminder, come join our private Facebook group um, on Facebook which I just said that, sorry, um, search club wine over matter, um, put in a request to join. One of us will, will go ahead and accept you. Um, you can find all of the links to our social media, including all of the flavor of the weeks we mentioned in the details of our episode. If you listen on Apple or have iTunes, please don't forget, give us that five-star rate and review. If you don't have Apple or iTunes, like just share us with a friend, post about us on Instagram, just Help us spread the word. We love it. We appreciate it. Um, if you don't already, give us a follow on Instagram at Wine Over Matter Pod. You can follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches, and you can follow Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.